Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale. Welcome to a Sunday edition of the Deep Dive. Week nine, mostly in the books. We're waiting on a battle between Brady and Rogers here in the Please. Sunday night slot. That's going to get started pretty soon. Uh, there was some pretty incredible action today. A lot of uh, very exciting football was played. Uh, cannot say that about what we saw in Cleveland or Buffalo. Those two teams are a disaster right now. Um, I can tell you, though, that uh, uh, it was. I needed a couple of breaks this week to land on a winning week, and I did not get them. I'm looking at four and five or three and six at this point. Need Tennessee to come through for me. Um, had a couple other calls that I was on that I didn't put on my public card that I'm pretty – uh, excited about hit a nice, nice uh, Adrian Peterson prop. Max that out at five dimes. They opened that one at eighty one. Yeah, half. we did. We did talk about it. You know, that yeah, was, that it's was, not. It's not like that, that was some sneaky good. play. You didn't tell. No, about. no, no. I, I I talked about that on every show I did all week. Um, let's uh, let's let's dive right into what happened uh, and let's start with the most. Yeah, exciting. the Saints. The Saints. Yeah, yeah we'll start with the probably listen, listen to this after the Sunday night game, but boy, that was just the appetizer. We still got. We still got Rodgers and Brady. This yeah, has been so and, and as much as I bitched, the... I've bitched and bitched about the late games. Uh yeah. I almost wish I didn't have action because those that's just been great watching on red zone, but great endings to all three. Honestly, mm-hmm. the one that looked like it was gonna be the most climactic was ended up just uh, the Saints salting things away. Yeah, what did you think of that? Uh I I kinda wanna get after McVeigh. Uh, I was annoyed by a bunch of stuff that they did in that game. Uh, and really the last couple of weeks now that I kind of put it all together, McVay's he's getting a little sloppy. Um, hubris. Yeah. It's maybe drinking a little too much of his own Kool-Aid. It's really tough to put my finger on it. But uh, when you have as dynamic an offense as you have and you try to run a fake play for a field goal instead of just going for it, uh, that's – that's like a minus EV uh, decision. And you don't see Sean McVay make a lot of those. Um, but yeah, that was, I feel that like was, just, just put the offense couple. out there. Just put the offense <laughs> out there. If you're going to go for it, pick your best play, put the offense out there. Don't try that. I don't think, don't yeah, I agree. Nonsense. I don't think the trade off that you're getting with the element of surprise balances out the fact that you don't have some of your best players out there handling. The Ex- ball. Exactly. Like, exactly. It's not a good, it's, it's a minus EV trade off. It is. With all due respect to Mr. Hacker, because he's made some plays <laughs> these days. I can't yeah. I can't shit on that guy. But no, yes. both and actually both coaches. I had some it's tough to are are we shitting on the offenses of a game that scored 80 points, 83 points? <laughs> well, I actually well, yeah, because because I mean these two defenses are full on fraudulent. There's nothing there, there is nothing good to say about really any either of these defenses. I guess the Saints defense played up in the first half um by you know coming up with the key that one turnover was pretty impressive catch. Uh the pick on Goff at the end of the second half and that set them up for that easy touchdown that gave them the lead that they were able to play with till the end. Um, but it, you know, these two defenses are extremely suspect. Um, the strength of the Rams defense was totally neutralized by the, uh, by the Saints offensive line. Um, the Rams at times in the second half, I felt like were appropriately taking advantage of their mismatches against the Saints defense. But overall, I didn't really feel like they maximized, uh, against them. And, uh, 
yeah, it was kind of a, it was a letdown play, obviously, because I had the Rams and I had, that was like maybe one of my top five closing value line wins of the whole year. Uh, and to see that go up and smoke that way, was pretty frustrating. So there, there she goes. Uh, I don't really love the Rams uh, chances in a rematch either. And uh, I think the saints have, they, they have it. They're, they're putting it all out there. They're communicating it very clearly. Like they are all in this year. Like this is it for Drew Brees in terms of chances to win the Super Bowl, I believe. And they are absolutely firing everything they've got in every freaking game. The coaching staff's doing a masterful job of crafting game specific, you know, uh, you know, attack plans. Uh, and uh, yeah, shocked that uh, that they're only four point dogs. I mean, four point uh, favorites on the road against Andy Dalton, in Cincinnati this week. Uh, I would have guessed after beating the Rams by ten. That would have been an adjusted line because the look ahead was about four. Um, you got an early feel on uh, whether the Saints should be more than four point favorites. Yeah, especially sitting in that. And granted, four can be kind of a pseudo key number if you want to call it that. But I'm if if it stays around that market, I'll probably sell that out to six and back the Saints. So just you don't get in front of that freight train right now. The offense is clicking. The Bengals defense is nowhere near what we thought it was going to be at the beginning of the year. <laughs> Again, I'll go back to this. Well, I bet on the Bengals in week one based on their defense and they got shredded by a guy who couldn't like lift his arm away from his body. It was, uh, it was very lucky that they got that win and the Bengals have been sketchy as shit lately. So that's definitely yeah, so- something I'm going to put on. If we, we are not expecting to see Vontez Perfect. We're not expecting to see Joe nope. Bernard. We're not expecting to see Dark Coast Dennard or John Ross. AJ Green, doubtful. Uh, how in the world do the Bengals keep this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't even got to injuries yet. They're, I mean, they're a shell of the team that was winning a game or two at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Why Why do you think they, this is only four? I mean, is there a motivational letdown here for the Saints after the three huge wins that they just uh, socked away? Or is, I mean, like I said, I really feel like this team is all in right now like everyone is rowing the boat in the same direction you know these guys are going to continue to compile wins four points feels way too short even on the road i don't see anything currently that spooks me from a weather standpoint even though it's outside you're still looking at you know less than eight mile an hour winds for the that, duration yeah, of that game, would be the 40 ish degrees uh, you know, breeze, I, I don't, outdoors, I, you know yeah I don't see any reason to, to to not take a swing here at minus four at a relatively cheap minus one hundred five right now. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, some other uh, interesting games. You had a, a nice win on the Chargers. Good job by you. Uh, our Ooh. guest this week, Adam Chernoff, also very high on the Chargers. Congratulations to you both. Uh, I had an under in that game, which came through. Uh, it felt very, 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 very in doubt at the end. Yeah, <laughs> take, it take did. Me, take me through uh, that Chargers win and uh, how you see them. Uh, stacking up against the likes of the Chiefs as we go down the stretch here. It's funny. I got a DM uh, not too far into the fourth quarter about, boy, how about this Chargers defense? And <laughs> that was I, from I me. Mean, and, yeah, and that, that person was, yeah, not, to, not to name names, but that person was right. And then for some reason, they just went into a sadistic prevent for the better part of two drives and, and then untimed downs. And I mean, would it be a game? Would it truly be a chargers game without some kicking mishaps and I some know. shenanigans at the end, which Jesus, you were, you were that, paying that more attention six, to me. That what pick was six the- of, uh, 
Wilson was beautiful. It just goes to show like when it's a one man show, it's tough. I feel honestly, I, I don't dislike Russell Wilson. I just like Pete Carroll, but I do feel bad for him because he is, he is carrying a team right now and it's, it's going to catch up with him. That poor guy, that's going to be tough. They are probably right on the cusp of, you know, getting to that point where it's, can we really compete for that wild card? And they don't have the worst schedule going ahead, but they got to start looking ahead. I think. Yeah. I think they'll make a wild card. Uh, I really do. Uh, I think, I think if anything, you know, they got a tough game this week against the Rams. I kind of want to, I, I am really annoyed because I really wanted the Rams win saints loss, not just for my play this week, but for next week too. Cause I definitely really wanted to get, Seahawks uh, get a nice price on the Seahawks and then a nice price on the Saints. Uh, I am going to get my wish with the nice price in the Seahawks. You see, they open this thing, Seattle plus 10 on the road against the Rams. Uh, that, my friend, is a very, very, very big number to ask the Rams to cover against a team that is as frisky as Seattle and that is getting healthier on defense. Um, I thought Seattle played okay today. I just thought that the Chargers defense made more important plays when, you know, when they had to, um, you, am I, am I being ridiculous looking for, you know, trying to, um, you know, not counting on the Rams to bounce back from a tough game today. Who, I mean, would you say it wasn't like one of those, Oh man, we just went into Baltimore and got the shit kicked out of us and, you know, maybe lost a close game. I mean, I guess it was there was some physicality to it, but yeah, I I would I'm just gonna stay away from this big number. I don't like big numbers to begin with, and hmm. the Rams. I mean, the Rams offense. I, mean, I can't find a bone to pick, and the you know as far as the coaching matchup, I, I think I did just talk some shit about Pete Carroll. I respect uh, McVay and even Sean Payton. A little more than uh, than Pete Carroll, I, th- I think uh, Seattle Seattle might have a little more trouble scoring than uh, the Saints did, and it's going to be one of the cases where if you can't score, you're not going to stay within the ten. It's not going to be oh Seattle really, you know they they held the Rams to seventeen and stayed inside the number. That's that's not how this game script works. I don't think so. If you and, uh, granted, we're not. I mean, as a podcast, we're not impressed with the Rams' defense, are we? Not I mean, even you, you can't. You can't be. Marcus Peters. They're terrible. Is, Marcus Peters is funny, looks like, washed. He looks washed, totally washed. Yeah. I was laughing about uh, the Niners with uh, Richard Sherman, but boy, the shoes on the other foot around those two. Yeah, I I would look at maybe getting the younger guy in there. I don't know. That's that was pretty trash some of his uh coverage yeah it's, it's tough yeah. you know i don't i'm not gonna be like you know i gotta go look at the all 22 but it is tough sometimes with the camera angles just they have on tv to see like what what happened like on the michael thomas play like who who was covering who what happened there why yeah. are people getting wide open like that and granted yeah. true breeze and michael thomas are top tier players yeah. But still, like you can't have shit happen like that if you want to win a championship. He had the a Rams, other Rams found this out last year. Too. You can't. I mean, the Rams found this out last year. It's not. You know, this is the the one major professional sport where it's it's one and done in the playoffs. You can't yeah. have a bad. You can't have a bad game, and it's a bad game is going to stem from the defense giving up forty five GD points. Yes. Does this? Uh, does that game? And this is the last. The last last thing, time we mentioned Ram Saints, and then let's move on. 
does that game flip uh, who rightfully should be favored in the NFC? I think slightly just because of the tiebreaker. If if they end up now, I mean, essentially the Saints have a game a game lead because you know obviously they won't play each other again. It's the head to head is the first tiebreaker, correct? Yes. So if they if they finish with the exact same record, yeah, yes, because they're not they're not in the same division. Yeah. Once you're inside the same division, the tiebreakers can things, yeah. yeah they get a little goofy. But so if they finish with the same record. The NFC goes through the Bayou, and that's going to be a problem for basically Everyone. everybody. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but yeah, just even even if it was, you know, Minnesota, Atlanta. Uh, I'm not going to say Detroit because they're not in it. But mm-hmm. the, the Saints in the playoffs indoors is a scary proposition right now. So. Yep. Okay. That's, two comments uh, on the uh, charges. Two comments on the charges, and uh, and actually three comments. Charges. Uh, 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 Seattle game one. Uh, Seattle. Agree or disagree? Seattle is a two to three win team if uh, they don't have Russell Wilson. Over the course, of, they're like two and fourteen or three and thirteen. Where are they getting them three wins from? <laughs> is somebody, somebody forfeiting. That was, that was a Does comment. Does the team not show our, up? Yeah. <laughs> that was a comment from our friend Adam. Oh no, they they beat the uh, they beat the Niners at home. They beat the Cardinals at home, and then they get one other. Uh, they beat the Browns or something. Um, let's see. Uh, the uh, my comment on the uh, Chargers when I was chatting with Adam, uh, I still was not impressed with Anthony Lynn's decision making. Even the last attempt to have him attempt a two point conversion instead of going for the the instead of the last um, trotting Caleb Sturgis out there to kick it one more time when he's having as terrible a day as he was having, uh, just go for two there. You got a team that can convert two. What is the likelihood that the Chargers are converting two? You think percentage? They got to be at 60. the top of the league, right? 60, 60 to sixty five. Yeah, yep. it's something very, very high. They should be going for two all the time. They should cut Sturgis. Our friend Barry Horse made this comment as well. Uh, cut Sturgis and uh, and go for go for it on every fourth down and go for it on every two point conversion. I, that seems like a no brainer for me. That when your offense is as good as the Chargers' offense, you ought to be doing that. Um, and so, yeah, the Chargers are limited by their head coach Lynn. I don't think he's very good. Uh, I think he's holding them back. Uh, and uh, obviously they're limited by not having a home field advantage or a stadium. Uh, and, you know, were those two things different? I think we would be talking like the Chargers are going to to win the AFC really and truly because the Chiefs still have limitations. Their defense was pretty suspect against the Browns today. The Patriots obviously have limitations. They're dealing with health issues now too, it looks like. Um, I think – were it not for the coach, I would probably be like, now is the time all in on Chargers AFC. Uh, you know, this no, nobody's beating this team. Uh, but uh, I just can't do it with this coach. I, I, don't know. I will, I will remind, I'm sitting on that 114 to 1 Saints Chargers Super Bowl. So, the oh, dream boy, what is what a day for you! Oh team, man, teams, teams are peaking, maybe Did a little too at sportsbook.ag. No, it was oh, just a five. Nine. It was a five. Nine. I know we should cash that out. Oh. Ooh, that, that's a good. That is. I don't think they'll have a payout right now, but I should go. I go check my Bears ticket every uh, every week. Bears had a nice win today. The two defensive that touchdowns is, against Sad Nathan Peterman. Uh, let's, uh, let's the talk most, about the, the most predictable thing ever. Bears yeah. have defensive touchdowns against Nathan yeah. Peterman. Let's talk like, about two other. Uh, let's talk about two other big divisional games. 
today. Pittsburgh, extraordinarily impressive against the uh, Ravens, I thought, um, especially their defense. It went pretty much on script like we broke it down in the preview. I had a massive la- I had a massive money line on the uh, Steelers, I think, at plus 140-ish. Uh, that was a really, really important hit for me today. I feel... Uh, I, I'm feeling a little Steelers mojo just because I've backed him now. You know, when they're ch- when things were looking down and out on them, that is I your team. All of a sudden, it's kind of is my team. I feel bad because I hate Tomlin, I hate the Steelers as overall. But uh, here we are. I'm a Steelers fan now. They, they, yeah, they still they keep just, they have too many good weapons on offense. Too many good weapons on offense. Baltimore now is in a very sketchy situation. Uh, they have a t- that and. The way this is shaking out, the Ravens might have the toughest schedule in the NFL. Have you looked at who all they have left? Still, yeah, they have a ton dead. of hard games they're left. Dead. They're so they dead. have a ton. Of, they have they have four they have four wins left on their schedule at home, but their three road games are all real tough. They got to go at the Falcons and at the Chiefs in back to back weeks, and then they got to go at the Chargers uh, on uh, December 30, 23rd. You know, they they really got uh, a tough draw here. They're four and five. Uh, so let's give them their four home wins against the Bengals, Browns, Raiders, and Bucks. That puts them at um, eight and five. How many of those road games do you think they get wins? Falcons, Chiefs, Chargers. One, one. If they're yeah. lucky, so we're talking about. If I had to set like an Asian Asian handicap, I'd put it at point seven five. So they're going to be at nine and seven, and it's not going to be hard for the Steelers to get to nine wins. It's really not. Even with that one tie from earlier in the season, the Steelers have nine wins, so the Steelers are probably oh. going to win the North. That, that's why I almost backed the Steelers. If I if I hadn't had them in a teaser, I'd have backed them. Almost as like uh, like we said last week as a hedge against. Any other bet you made as far as AFC North futures? Mm-hmm. So, okay, all right. Well, um, Steelers, interesting spot this week. Carolina coming off again. This is another one that annoyed me because I made this play, but then the line moved a little bit on the over, and I didn't want to post it on my card because you couldn't get that price anymore, so I left it off my card. But the Bucks uh, and uh, Panthers over. Uh, did it cash by halftime or early, early in the third quarter? It was like an absolute no doubt play. Yeah. Uh, and and oh by the way, like it was exactly on the average of NFC South tilts this season. That was the fifth game, and they scored seventy points. The average going in was seventy and a half. I can't believe this, but every NFC South game scoring seventy points this year is totally crazy. Uh, and uh, Carolina now on a short week heads to play the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday night football. The line is shorter than the look ahead. We were expecting to see Pittsburgh minus six in this position. Pittsburgh notoriously lets down after they get a big win against the Ravens. Uh, There is a lot here looking at trying to get involved with the dog and Cam Newton and the Panthers feels like you're being disrespected. You thought, Uh, but I think maybe the, Total, yeah, we we found a consensus play here. before. Yeah, <laughs> so we're, yeah, before we even preview Thursday night, yeah, I'm hitting this fifty. It looks 50 like it's, it's crazy. It's five dimes at Pinnacle has the bookmaker, the West it's fifty Gates. everywhere, fifty yeah. everywhere at the even juice. That's is this is an easy, this is an easy pickings. This is an over yeah, over so. spot. Sunday night betting, which Sunday night betting worked last week. Sunday it did. night betting yeah. was and. Uh, Carolina's Carolina's defense is not great. 
really. Uh, I even though they got some key turnovers against uh, Fitz Magic today, it's not a very good defense. Uh, who was that stat uh, that uh, uh, I can't remember who posted it? Sumai no posted it, but I can't remember where it came from about how bad the uh, the Panthers are versus opposing tight ends. They've been giving up just gobs of touchdowns. Yeah, we made the OJ Howard joke and OJ Howard, Howard scored a touchdown. Scored a touchdown. <laughs> right, yeah. first touchdown, I think, even for the Bucs. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's going to be points in this game. Over 50 looks like a great look to me. I think this is shaded low for reasons that I can't entirely explain. Um, this should uh, this should be pretty comfortable over, in my opinion. Uh, let's talk about, uh, uh, and I mean, I guess, do you think uh, Carolina's a live dog in this? Yeah. I, I mean, they are. It's. I think any play, anything that's under six, you really have to, you have to look at both teams as uh, maybe a money line play if you're kind of guy who sprinkles a little there. But yeah, they they've been scoring points. And granted, it is tough to take much away from. Uh, I mean, Tampa's kind of quitting, aren't they? They don't yes. know. They're bouncing back between quarterbacks. They gave up 28. A lot of it was garbage anyway. Who knows? It was an ugly game. It was one of those that's like, did we really learn anything except Tampa Bay still bad? And if you don't have the pieces to cover McCaffrey and Cam, you're going to give up 35, 40 points. You are. And I kind of feel like the Steelers might not have the pieces to cover these guys. They don't have the speed. That's for sure. Uh, they're going to be in a tight spot. This is going to be an interesting, uh, interesting game for the Steelers. I can see them drop this one. I might yeah. grab a. I might. I might be a little. Uh, there might be a little Carolina money line over fifty uh, parlay in my queue on Thursday night. That might be fun. Um, Should we talk about the NFL sacks leader heading into his bye? Even though we don't, we don't have a game to talk about. Who is leading the NFL in sacks? Is it? Uh, um, I'm pretty sure Hunter not, is now. Daniel Hunter is he, he was, really? He was That's two huge. behind. He was two behind Donald, and he had three and a half. And Donald didn't have anything this tonight. So, oh, yeah, he had three, three and, and a half and a touchdown. Today? Yeah. Oh, baby, that was uh, that I was, would be incredible if he can make a little run here at for DPOY. What, that what was yeah. What was your ticket? Fifty to one. Uh, one hundred and ten. It was. It was a big number. Let me track it down. Here. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, no. Daniel Hunter. And when he took off running with the ball on that touchdown, he looked like a tight end. Like the guy is yes. so athletic. He, he is, is not he is awesome. He's not some big lumbering defensive lineman. Like you're not gonna see him go get the oxygen. He's running a victory lap after that. Guy is <laughs> the guy is an, a man child animal. Um yeah, yes, if, if there I, I did have the over is. in that one, so Thank you, Minnesota defense, for finally showing up and ruining my over, which, whatever, <laughs> it does put, uh, well, put one team to bed in that division. I, you, I mean, that one, I got to pat myself on the back a little bit for the, on the podcast because we kind of called it like trading Golden Tate was a deflating call on that offense. That offense really did not look like themselves. Um, my Daniil Hunter ticket was only 50 to 1. Uh, I had Carl lost <laughs> only one. 50. That one's done. Yeah, that oh, that's done. the one. Yeah. Carl that was Lawson the weird was, one I took. He had some good games. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. That's right. Uh, but it's that, 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 that unit overall is so terrible and people still conceive of the Vikings as a good defensive unit. Uh, if they can get, uh, if they can win the NFC North and he continues to lead or be close to this, the league lead in sacks. I bet you Daniel Hunter is your DPOI. That would be so sweet. I would, that, that would just be a, a beautiful, like lucky uh, bankroll builder 
there. That would be so cool. Uh, let's talk about um, uh, the other divisional uh, game that had big time implications. Uh, and that is the Jets and the Dolphins. I'm just kidding. That had no no implications. <laughs> I just want I just want to bitch about the Jets and Todd Bowles. Like yeah, Todd Bowles. This was a brutal, brutally called game. Aye, the aye, Jets, aye. the Jets should have been more competitive in this one. They like what was it? They what they tried the field goal unit out on fourth and four. Guy misses a field goal. They go for it on fourth and fourteen at the end of the game. Like there's just no rhyme or reason to what they're doing. The head coaching staff does not know. Uh, what they're doing, and and this is a, a team overall that I think is uh, you know lacking in some identity. They're going to need a a fresh start in the off season, and uh, over you know this is the kind of loss that has me has them on notice for uh, you know for quitting as a unit. Uh, and lo and behold, they're laying eight points to the Buffalo Bills this week. Sam Darnold and company is supposed to cover eight points at home against the Bills. Ay yeah yeah. That's an easy skip, right? There's a there's a game we can skip. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about all right. Let's talk let's talk about uh, a game that does have meaningful playoff implications and another one where it's a frustrating this guy this coach should be fired and that is the Houston Texans versus the Denver Broncos. And if you didn't watch the game, you might be wondering which coach I'm referring to that should be fired because they probably both should be. But it's Vance Joseph in this case, uh, and again he got exactly what he deserved. Rob Pizzola, Pizzola. How do you think he pronounces his last name? Pizzola? Rob Pizzola. Made Piz- it, he put Pizzola. it the best. He, he put it the best after the game was over. Vance Johnson played. Vance Joseph played for the long field goal. He got exactly what he deserved and when the kicker misses it. Uh, Denver's season now over. Uh, Vance Joseph's career probably over in Denver. Uh, do you fire him this uh, this bye week here, or do you, uh, you let him ride out the rest of the season? I'd probably fire him, man, and like – just based off the what what the offensive game plan turned out to be, they were. Uh, I, I thought Suma was gonna die. Like I thought he was going to die during the game, and I can't imagine how Jay felt either. Being a Broncos fan, like you know they're you know they're tough against the run. You know they're dinged up in the defensive backfield, and you just run the ball right up the gut. And not only that, but what was that? The like the first play was right behind the part of your line where you're having injuries. It was like, so bad. It's almost like it was so bad. What, what what would be the worst play we could call right here that doesn't have us blatantly just turning the ball over on purpose? Yeah. I mean, it almost felt like tanking. It, it was did. really, it really it was gross. It did, and that was a tough loss. I had the Broncos obviously, and yeah, it wouldn't have helped me if they had made that field goal because I had sold out to two and a half. But that's not another. You were on the money line. You got yeah, a good price on that yeah, money line. I would have liked the uh, field goal. That would have felt better. But what do we do with Houston from here? Houston really a contender? That was their sixth win, right? They won six in a row. They lost their first three, and then they won their next six. Yeah, they're not good. No, this team didn't but, make the playoffs. Oh yeah, for sure. The playoffs. Probably going to win the division. Are they in a bye now? Why they're can't the bye, I find them? Yeah. They're going on. They're both the bye, these teams yeah, heading into the bye. They come out of the bye. They're high the, the bye. Yeah. Yeah. They won six in a row. Bill O'Brien, Jab, presumably safe. Playoff spot, presumably not going to be challenged by any of these other trash teams in the uh, NFC. This was sucks, too. Like the Cowboys will probably win tomorrow, and Garrett's, Garrett will be safe, too. Oh, of course. Like, of course. There's some bad coaches in the NFL. And it, again, it's baffling to me that, you know, there's only, it's not like we need 7 million coaches. This isn't like a job 
the, you know, like truck drivers or something. I imagine there's millions of truck drivers. This is, we only need 32 of these people to do this. And we still can't <laughs> find people. Like you can't find 32 people who aren't like just getting picked apart by people on Twitter. There's more just, U.S. Yeah, there's more U.S. senators than there are head coaches in the NFL by like three times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't even want to get into that. I guess they're <laughs> talking about people who might not be suited for the job. But it's just amazing at the ineptitude of the Bulls, the Vance Joseph, Bill O'Brien, Jason Garrett. Uh, I mean, Hugh Jackson, which I mean, he finally got his comeuppance like a year and a half late. There's just <laughs> the decision making is, is mind numbing at times. Like you, you, have, you have almost a week to get ready. And this is what you came up with. Seriously. You, just, you, you baked a shit pie is what you did. Came yeah. out of the oven and it was shit. Yeah, it's seriously. just so bad. But uh, okay. either way, well, I'm, I'm yeah, pretty much I would, done. I would fire Vance uh, yeah. If I'm, uh, if I'm Denver, I'm firing him. And yeah, like too. people have brought this up. It is good timing because if you do want to get rid of him, make a change, you have the bye week. It gives the guy that's coming in a fighting chance to, yeah. you know, do something. Yeah. I, uh, I, I specifically am done betting on bad coaches. I bet on Vance Joseph and Todd Bowles this week. No, never again. Uh, I don't oh. care. I don't care. I'll find an, I'll find another derivative. If I find an edge mm-hmm. on these games, I'm not going to count on those coaches winning anymore. Um, Let's talk about uh, another interesting one. This one was the most frustrating. Actually, I take it back. I had a huge, I had a huge win on uh, on Adrian Peterson yards under, so it wasn't that frustrating of a game. But the under didn't cash, and that sucked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the Falcons, that was kind of a rough, that was a rough beat. The Falcons Redskins man, uh, just the Redskins defense just laid down and died. Um, this team, you know, and by the way, you know, if you weren't listening to us and you didn't catch wind that it was time to start selling on the Redskins, I'm sorry that now, you know, and it's probably a week too late. Um, the, uh, the Falcons though, do you get any whiff of friskiness for them in the, in the, uh, NFC? Did you see anything in their defense that looked like they figured something out in the buy about scheme, about the way their players are playing. Did you watch much of that game? Because I know you had Falcons as a teaser leg, like, and there wasn't much else going on. Yeah, I didn't watch. Down. I didn't watch it all the way through, but obviously, things are going. Uh, I mean, even just fuck, fuck defense. You don't need defense. <laughs> look at the right. look at the Rams and the Chiefs and everybody else. You don't need a defense. I really liked that their offense was able to move outside of the. I mean, that was. That was the big knock on them. Like you get the, you get the Falcons. You get them away from home. Are they? Can they move on turf or you know on on grass? Can they do it outside of their their dome? They were no. They had no problems. In fact, Julio they, Jones finally popped. Yeah, Julio chair. Jones finally <laughs> scored. Like yeah, they, the fact that the offense, if the offense can click, they can win every game. They have crazy, crazy yeah. weapons. Crazy weapons on that offense. Let's Again, talk about. Uh, they're, they're similar to the Saints. They just haven't had the, they haven't had the breaks. You know, the Saints maybe not have been lucky, but the Saints didn't have a giant cluster injury on the defense like immediately. Like right. I, I, I'm not saying they're as good as the Saints, but they're built similarly, where your offense is just clicking and your defense is kind of shitty. So if if they can get hot, they could definitely sneak into that. I mean, I'm looking at the playoff standings right now. They're four and four. Their first team out. Yes. Really tied with the, because you'd have the Redskins, Rams, Bears, and Saints are in, and then Panthers and 
Panthers and Vikings would be in for the wild cards, and then you have Seahawks, Eagles, and Falcons at four and four. Yeah. So right. I mean, they're it's it's not like oh they're dead because the Saints and Panthers like, uh, they'd be a very frisky wild card team, especially like you said they're like the Saints. You get the Falcons maybe going to New Orleans, getting them indoors, nice fast track. Oh my God, total at like fifty nine and a half. Boy, I would God, dude, you probably could still get a great price on these Falcons. The problem is their schedule is. It sucks. No, it's it's tough. It it's sucks. tough. Like they, their defense does need they to show should, up a little they bit. They should win their next two. And they still need, you know to, they need yeah, to score 35 a game. Yeah, they're correct. gonna win their next two and they're gonna get people talking about how oh they're frisky now. And then it's gonna all fall apart on Thanksgiving at the Saints. Uh and then they got Ravens at home, Packers on the road, and then they finish with two on the road. So if you're talking about a wild card team and whether they have any chance at the playoffs. Not only will they have to win their first and second and third playoff games on the road, but they'll have to win their last two regular season games on the road also. That is quite a tough ask. I don't think any team has ever won four consecutive games uh, on the road. I remember checking that a couple years ago, and uh, there was a wild card team I really liked, and, and this situation set up where they had their last two regular season road games, uh, and it didn't work out for them. Um, just too much travel. Uh, let's... Uh, so I don't think I don't think a Falcons future is is worthy, but uh, but maybe they'll be uh, they'll be continuing uh, to be value on them, including this week where they head to the Greg Williams mighty Cleveland Browns. Uh, they uh, it's going to be an outdoor game because it's at the Browns. The weather they're calling for is foggy, thirty seven degrees, uh, and about 10, 12, 12, We'll say twelve to fifteen mile an hour winds. Uh, low percent percentage chance of precipitation. Okay, so this is not a, this is not a good weather game. It was it was clean and beautiful in Washington today. It's going to be a little funky in Cleveland, but still, uh, Atlanta minus four against these Cleveland uh, Browns teams. Does that smell fishy to you? <laughs> That's a little weird. Yeah, it, it, we might be taking the NFC South double, getting you know, to Ohio, <laughs> just ripping oh, yeah. through these two teams that are yeah. Uh, Back to the standings. The Bengals are five and three. It's not like their season is unraveling because the Steelers are winning, but they're not. Do they smell like a, you know, if it smells like a five and three team and looks like a five and three team, and this isn't either. Like this is uh, kind of maybe a fraudulent, maybe the most fraudulent team outside of the Texans as far as a winning record. I mean, the, you got the Dolphins, Bengals, and Texans have winning records. Right. Maybe there was a second there. We talked all off season in our preview pods about the AFC kind of sucking. And then some teams came along. Oh, maybe they'll, no, there's still some pretty big suck in the <laughs> NFC. The AFC. There is. There's, there's a lot of suck. suck. There's some haves and have. It's a very distinguished, a very clearly defined class system in the AFC of the haves and the have nots. Uh, what did you think of all the Browns momentum and steam that picked up today and where that came from and why? And what in the world? Because I and I'll again. This is another frustrating narrative based. Exactly in the same way that I liked the Falcons, but I ended up on the under, and I regret it. I liked the Chiefs, and I ended up on the under, and I regretted it here. What? What? What the hell, man? Like, what was going on with that? You know that all that steam on Cleveland, and you know who is out there? Would you call it the Cleveland steam? (laughs) (laughs) You just keep saying Cleveland and steam, and you're gonna make me giggle. 
I'm not gonna say. I was, dan- it. Gonna, I was dancing I'm, around it, but now you're making yeah, me laugh. All I didn't you know t- if you. I, I didn't know if you knew what you were doing. Or of what? course, I knew what I'm doing. Oh God! You're, you're, don't uh, say. It. Yeah, don't make me giggle at Sunday. <laughs> what was with um, all that steam on Cleveland, the, Andy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, what was if you bet on game? if you bet on the Browns, they took a big shit on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> the long and the short of it, they looked squirrely at first, and and to be fair, the Chiefs' defense sucks. Bass. I mean, they're not good. They've given up a lot of points. They've given up uh, 226 points. That's that's a bunch. I mean, that's great. Not scored, good. Not good. They've scored 327, so that helps. That's why they're 8-1. But, yeah, they're going to give up points. It doesn't matter if it's a rookie quarterback, uh, you know, a bad offense. They're going to give up points. So, I don't know if you want to bet an under in those games. It's a little dicey. Yeah, I think I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I didn't. I didn't want to get involved in this game at all. I didn't like the. I didn't understand the the uh, Browns' in-game strategy whatsoever uh, either. Uh, oh, they were they I were playing they were they were playing for an over. Like it did not feel like in any way, shape, or form they had uh, a strategy to keep the ball uh, out of Casey's hands. And when they did, they let them get the big plays, which Casey lives and dies on. Uh, that was uh, that was pretty pathetic. And the Browns, uh, boy, they are probably going to lose on the way in. I, I honestly, I don't see many games on the schedule on the way in where they're going to be competitive. Um, best of luck, Cleveland. Best of luck, Browns. I guess get yourself another good draft pick. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. They need to. They need to really, uh, you know, really uh, reflect on what they're where they're going as a franchise. Because that's something. think about what you've done. Cleveland. Think about what you've done. That's exactly right. Um, any other uh, results you wanted to hit on? I think we touched on every game. Any other results you want to hit on before we move to the uh, uh, any other of the lookaheads that we find intriguing? Um, is Chicago good or is Buffalo just that bad? I think Buffalo's Little that both? bad. Yeah. Little no, I don't both. think, I don't think Chicago's good. I no, their know. offense. I mean, they, they just don't have the offense. Yeah. They're, they do have a very good shutdown defense at times. They got a, it's a, it's a ball hockey defense. I, you know, and, and, uh, but they're also prone. I mean, they are prone to the big pass. Like we, like you go back to week one, like Aaron Rodgers picked him apart and God knows what drugs he was on in that game. Uh, he had no problem getting it done. Torn uh, like, yeah. He, he had no sets. problem. And, and we, and I've seen that, that defense get burned a bunch of different ways. We saw Miami do, we saw Brock, Brocktober did it to him with the yak, you know, Albert Wilson in the yak in that game. I mean, the bears are, are a highly suspect team and, uh, they, they head into their bye this week or are they going into, Oh, they're in a tough spot against Detroit who was quitty bears expected to cover seven points at home against Detroit. You're telling me we got to bet. It's coming down. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're telling me we got to bet on Minnesota at minus fives and minus four and a halfs this week against this Lions team. And next week, Chicago's expected to cover seven. Really? That is interesting. Well, who's ahead uh, of who is, in the division, you know? They're yeah. the division leading. I, yeah, I, 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 I guess yeah, I would expect yeah. Chicago to win, but in no world would I back them at six and a half or seven. Ooh, I think it's man. a close I kind of think I need, to, I need to grab uh, Detroit's plus seven here. Ooh. Uh, oh, man. I'm going to do yeah, some full. If it's because yeah, it's going, dude, it, that, they're going to sevens are going to disappear, and I don't like six and a half nearly as much. Well, it's starting to look like they are, are They're disappearing already. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Dude, this uh, yeah, this Sunday night football game is going to be a barn burner, man. Oh, New England already got Rod- a touchdown, and then Rogers is just carving them. 
Well, he's under a lot of pressure. Once they finally get to him a couple times, I think it might be an issue. <laughs> they are, he is squirmy. Best of luck with that. Well, he's he, squirmy. we'll see how that knee feels after he gets hit a couple times. He's a squirmy <laughs> motherfucker. He is all over. He's eluding pressure nicely right now, which is yeah. tough. And he already got him with the hard count. Mm. Mm. So, all uh, right, okay. uh, yeah, uh, not a ton. I, I don't love the. I don't love the look at on the indie line. I thought that no. would come in maybe, or the the line that they're hanging. They're hey, can I ask you something about that? The look ahead line was actually not three and a half, but then they opened it three and a half. I know nothing with nothing else changed. Is it is it literally just because Jacksonville's experimenting with quarterback and they may trot trot uh, they might trot the uh, the back out there? Cody Kessler, we might see yeah, Cody Kessler. I think, sighting? I think maybe they are just protecting themselves against that if they're hanging a line. Because Jacksonville is technically undecided. Interesting. 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 Okay. Because we were expecting to see two and a half there, and I was going to gobble that, but three and a half. What oh, the same. Hell? Yeah. What the hell, man. Um, mm, mm, don't like this. Don't like this one bit. Uh, Cody, God, dude, the Jack. I guess if Cody Kessler's, if Cody Kessler's out there, I want three and a half. I'm fine with that, I guess. I'll sell four. I'll tell yeah, I'll sell, I'll sell that out to a couple of points. I'm not not so worried about that. Um okay. Uh any other these other totals that catch your eye? You got, you're gonna see a 36 and a half in Buffalo Jets. Oh my god. And uh, honestly, to, to, to I want nothing to do with the over there. The yeah, Bears that was, tough. was the right Ooh. side today. It yes, was it the was. right side. It was. It was the right like, side, and, and you got you beat that. You get two defensive touchdowns that you're not going to win under that way. It's just bad luck. Fumble luck, the way the ball bounces, you know, interceptions that get thrown in a way where the defensive player's momentum is moving quickly the other direction. That's, I mean, just anytime you see stuff like that, it's like, well, that's a touchdown. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, seriously. But I mean, again, like under 36 and a half is the look. I wouldn't Dude, be afraid of that. There's some high totals popping this week. And uh, I got to think that there's going to be some Washington support. This Tampa Bay line, Tampa Bay being a two and a half point favorite at Pinnacle right now, looks way too high. I think that gets bet down into the pick'em range. Um, that total of 51 and a half is probably too high, too. Um, the 55 New Orleans Cincinnati that's probably too high. Am I actually going to be? Oh man, I'm going to have to make a tough I, decision about backing the Saints or taking under 55 in that. Cincinnati's missing so much on offense, uh, even against this. You know the the you know New Orleans takes a deep breath. They play a little slower. They play a little lower scoring on the road as it is. I might be on under 55 as a little bit more edge than minus four. Yeah, the um, implied team total for Cincy is like 24. Yeah, that's I a mean, lot. The Saints defense or Saints defense isn't great, but it's still man, it's still the Bengals at home. At home, I guess. So yeah, with, without everyone that. though is is tough. Um, and uh, Seattle Rams fifty one and a half. Oh man, that's a good underlook too. God, dude, I'm gonna have some tough decisions this week again between teams and unders. Eesh. I hope I don't. I hope I don't choose wrong every time again. <laughs> yeah, like I did. I was Vikings with the over. I chose. I chose wrong. Yeah. So we. So you did it once, you and I did it twice. This poorly. Week. Yeah, I chose poorly twice, and you did it once. Uh boy, dude. And we both were okay on Chargers. Yeah. See, see, Chargers Seahawks. Even though that last play of the game was oh so fucking close. He hit 
Russell Wilson did some magical things in that game. He hit that guy in the perfect spot to, to catch that untimed down uh, touchdown at the end of that game. That uh, If you back to Seattle, you probably are you, yeah, rightfully angry. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. That was quite the – they didn't look good the whole game. I mean, they, Yeah, that's true. Honestly, and there was times where like Rivers probably should have had a couple more drives that didn't end. There were some pretty bad incompletions as far yeah. as I, I just felt like they, the Chargers should have been up by a lot more on offense, even without that uh, defensive touchdown. Yeah, were there so, really were there any really bad beats today? Not really, huh? Maybe Denver Broncos money line. Yeah, that that felt like that felt like it was the right side. I guess I'm saying that because I bet it. <laughs> but it was it yeah, was yeah, they really and, and I had a chance at the end. They they kicked the field goal, but uh, yeah, wasn't meant to be. And I I don't Gosh. know. Whenever, whenever I lose one like that, I like to. And this is another reason why you should keep a spreadsheet. You gotta go go back and look at some games and go find one where maybe you shouldn't have cashed and you did and look at that one and think about it and feel warm inside again. I don't know if I had a real lucky one. Packers team total over 24 was looking kind of dead last week. Mm. And then yeah, the it's been a couple, nice. it's been a couple weeks. I had that one uh, crazy two gifts of extra of missed extra points, cashing unders couple weeks ago since then since then my luck has been decidedly not coming through on everything i just needed one one little one little bounce here or there and it didn't get it so two, it's, two uh, weeks it's ago okay. the bills the bills under yeah that was that was pretty that was gifty um but it was the right side <sighs> it was so no tough. it was but still when it comes down to it you okay. feel like you feel like you got pretty lucky Okay, let's wrap this up and get it up for people, uh, and then uh, get ready to do our prime, our halftime, uh, prime time halftime periscope. Halftime periscope. Ben, ben, but don't break. We got yeah, we got Ben, but don't break. Patriots defense on on display tonight. Uh, they did a nice job holding Packers to three there. A uh, little recap, real quick. What are we looking for? We're looking for an over on Thursday night football. Maybe a Carolina money line sprinkle as well. Um, uh, other looks we're into. We didn't talk Monday. We got to talk Monday. Oh, I always forget about Monday. Monday that night football is such a dud. I'm going the other way. I'm going Tennessee here. I think Tennessee keeps this <laughs> inside the number. I don't think. I don't think you can't. I don't. The line's all the way down to minus four and a half after it was up to minus six and a half at one point this week. Six and a half was obviously ludicrously high. Uh, I got involved at some point when it was like around six. I sold out down to four and a half, and there it sits now. Um, I think that uh, Mariota and company are live dogs in any. You know any game in the NFL, um, I think they have the talent and they have some decent coaching on staff. They have a good defense. Um, this should be a tight game. I don't think Dallas. You know Dallas and Andy. I know you have a Dallas NFC East future, yeah. uh, but something's not right there. Did you ever get a good answer as to why they fired that offensive line coach? And uh, in general, do you get a I sense that things are a better job well? of hiding the cocaine picture? <laughs> they they stopped. They they uh, they intercepted the uh, the the uh, cocaine uh, fueled uh, love owed to a stripper video uh, before it made it to social both, media. Are both teams off a of buy? Yes. 
Yeah, I hate that. Kind of takes yeah. away from it. Because I do yeah. like the I do like uh maybe the Cowboys to go back and look at some of their offensive outputs and maybe look at look in the mirror and say maybe we should score a little more. Forty feels a touch low because doesn't it? It does feel way low. low. I'm not going to get involved in this. I'll get involved at halftime like usual for small stakes because that's what we do. But yes. uh, if, if any, if I get involved with anything, <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. If I do anything, it'll be a prop or something. Okay. So well, I'm holding, a, I'm holding the Tennessee plus four and a half. I'm holding the Tennessee plus four and a half with a nice payout. Uh, and I think the Tennessee keeps this thing inside a field goal. Uh, they could lose. They could win, but I don't think they get blown out here. I think they're, they're live dogs in this one for my money. Um, all right, Andy. Good, good job. Wrap it up. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Let's get ready for the for the scope. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, best of luck to your Patriots here. Uh, I have some Patriots money too, so I'm pulling for the Patriots as well. Their Let's offense go, Pats. Looks good. Offense looks good. Yeah. All right. Right on, man. I'll talk to you in a few.